Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast series. Um, I have done podcasts in the past. Um, I, d- I did one with uh, an old friend and I did one, I kind of changed it then to just one being myself. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really, didn't really have a, a niche for it. I didn't know what the topics would be. It was very much a, a podcast just for the sake of being a podcast. Um, and I've, I've always wanted to have one where, you know, it was a, it was an actual you know i could apply it to a, a subject um and yeah i think with with me doing youtube and stuff it's kind of given me a mindset of just do you know what just fuck it just do it um because that's what that's what i that's why i'm still carrying on youtube was cuz i think do you know what there's there's something at the end of it and if i just carry on something good's going to come of it you know the the effort you put in you're going to have a good output um so yeah, this is the reason for my podcast. So also as well, I've, I've realized that um, in, in some recent YouTube videos, I've sort of been rambling on a lot, um, a lot of talking aspects of it. Um, and yeah, I, I know that that's not very, um, you know, it's not very good. It's not very good to retain audiences and stuff. So I thought I'd extract that from the videos and put it on a podcast. And um, yeah, hopefully I can... Uh, give give you guys some advice and maybe debunk a few things so this podcast is primarily going to be about fitness health well-being mental health basically anything that's going to improve your life for the better um so yeah i'm really looking forward to hopefully releasing video um not videos podcasts once a week maybe twice a week maybe once every two weeks um, but the main thing is it's going to be it's going to be hopefully constant so yeah the first episode today is going to be um, how to optimize recovery um, whether that be in training or anything else um, so the first aspect of optimizing recovery and one that I've done a lot of research on is sleep so um yeah, I've, I've, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, um, and they all talk about how sleep is so important in recovering your muscles and recovering your mind and just, you know, getting your hormone levels down and just making sure the next day is just a complete clean slate. Um, because I, I, I struggled a lot because I, I get up quite early for work and I was I was getting like four or five hours sleep a night um and you know waking up in the middle of the night in in the middle of that sleep then to maybe take the dog for a wee or have a drink of water or go to the toilet and yeah it wasn't um it wasn't good quality sleep that you that you actually need um and it showed that as well because i i was aching and stuff after the gym quite early on um yeah my the fatigue just showed it in, in my body language um i wasn't um i wasn't focusing in work and stuff like yeah i was trying to like take the easy way easy road out of doing things yeah it was just it wasn't a good it wasn't a good mindset to be in but um yeah there's been a few a few studies quite a lot of studies actually that show that um you know less than 5 hours sleep can cause slow muscle recovery mood changes cuz you know, if you're tired, who want you know you're going to be an absolute nightmare to be around. 
um, increased level of stress hormones, decreased decreased glycogen synthesis, um, increased ratings of perceived exertion. Um, so, for example, if my deadlift was, um, if my for example, if my deadlift was 150 kilos at 70% RPE, um, then a decreased level of sleep that could increase the RPE up to maybe 90%. So. I'll be I'll be doing less reps. You know the lift will be really heavy, and yeah, I just wouldn't be. I wouldn't be using my the muscles and the strength I have to its optimal format. Um, and one, um, one little um, study conclusion that kind of really hit home for me was that sleep deprivation can increase chances of developing dementia by twenty five percent. Now people, you know, I. I, I can only speak for myself, but I, I kind of forgot that sleep actually aids like your brain health as well. Like, if you're not getting enough sleep, then you know you are fucking up your brain. Like, your brain needs adequate time to reset and just get back to normal after a, a hectic day of being in work or or whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah, that that kind of hit home for me to you know to really focus on getting a better quality sleep and one thing one thing that i i have done well i've done a lot of things but one thing that has benefited me the most was uh purchasing a purchasing a pair of um, blue light glasses off uh, amazon and what these do is it's it's a clear it's a clear lens you know there's no magnification or anything like that um but it's got like a blue light filter on it and it basically blocks out about 40 to 50% of blue light because blue light, it's, it, it kind of keeps your brain awake um, because it, it your brain thinks it's daytime, so it's going to stay awake for longer. It's not going to wind down. Um, but what that, those blue light glasses do is it decreases the blue light that, you, that your eyes intake and therefore your brain starts to wind down and starts to you know sort of get ready for night time basically um and obviously back in the back in the old days you know you, you, there was no there was no TVs there was no screens you know no phone screens anything like that that that, get, that emit blue light so there was no need for them to obviously wear blue light glasses because it was night time um you know but obviously cuz you know people were watching netflix youtube or scrolling through twitter or whatever until ungodly hours you know the 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 blue lights going into your eyes and going into your brain is constant and your mind is never fully is never going to be switched off and that that first half hour to an hour that your that your eyes are closed in bed you know that's your body winding down and you know i can maybe i can only speak for myself here but i'm sure other people can sort of agree as well that that first half hour to an hour you're not sleeping you're you're kind of like you're kind of thinking about things and that's probably where overthinking comes into play you're not overthinking most of the time you just it's it's just your brain switching off but if you put those blue light glasses on maybe eight nine o'clock seven o'clock even then you're giving your brain two three hours to really switch off and really get ready for bed um so yeah, that's that's a really big a really big factor in um, increasing your, your your quality of sleep. Um, another one um, is no caffeine after three to four o'clock. Um, now sometimes I have caffeine at maybe like five o'clock something like that if I push it out. 
Um, but I've made a conscious effort now to have no caffeine after three or four o'clock. Um, my last caffeine hit is maybe 12, one o'clock for lunch. Um, but that's it then. And, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen its benefits because, you know, if I have, if I had caffeine hit at six, seven o'clock or whatever, uh, you know, I, f- I can still feel myself, I can still feel like the shakes and stuff at like eight, nine o'clock. And yeah, you know, even if I did put, wear the blue light glasses, I've got absolutely no chance of um, winding down as, as much as I want to um, for bed. So yeah, no caffeine after three or four o'clock. No stimulus. St- no stimulants at all. Actually, you know, even if you if you take you know these fat loss supplements that are just essentially just stimulants, like they're just it's just caffeine in a tablet. Like that's pretty much all it is. There are other things like herbal remedies and stuff that are in it, just to make you buy it. So actually, no, I'm going to stop rambling. That's that's another that'll be another podcast um, topic. Um, but yeah, no caffeine after three, four o'clock. Um, the next one is simple one: go to bed earlier. Um, you know, if you if you sat down at half ten, eleven o'clock on the sofa watching Netflix, you're not gonna, you know, you've got a lot of other stuff to do before you actually go to bed, like brush your teeth, and you know, if you've got a pet, take them out for a wee or whatever before they go to bed, or you know, there's just things you've got to do before you actually get into bed. So you know, if you go to bed earlier, maybe nine o'clock. Or start to go to bed at nine o'clock, get all the things done by then. Then you you know you could be you could be lights out and asleep by ten o'clock. Um, and that'll give you. And then if you know if you wake up at six o'clock, then that gives you eight hours of or you know seven and a half eight hours of good quality sleep. Um, one that I've um I've realised that does affect your sleep is having a big meal before bed. Um, now I've I've done this as recent as about two weeks ago. I had like a big meal before bed, like a lot of food, and I like I was I was tossing and turning. I was just thrashing about. I just couldn't get comfy, and my my breathing was quite high, um, and my my heart rate was quite high just because of my body's just working. It's digesting food, um, and yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very nice. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't have a big meal before bed. Maybe a small snack just to get you through the night. But um, yeah, if if you're having like a massive bowl of pasta or whatever, just a really substantial carby, protein dense meal before bed, you are chances are you're not going to be sleeping for a good one and a half two hours, just because your body's just going to be in that initial digestion process. Um, another one that I haven't actually, I've not, I've I've not actually tried it to be fair. Is um, I've seen a lot of YouTubers use lavender spray. Um, apparently, it's the smell of it. I don't know what it does to be honest with you. Like I, I'm not even going to pretend to to know what it does. But um, I've you know I'm I'm guessing it helps you relax and helps you wind down and whatever. So yeah, that's one thing I had to put on the list just because I've seen a lot of other people do it but I've never tried it so if you want to try it then by all means um there are also some um some supplements you can take um to aid your sleep um but I've I, again the same as the lavender spray I've never tried them but if you are really struggling 
to to get to sleep with you know using the the um, solutions that I've just relayed then maybe looking at some supplements could help just in that initial phase just to get into a routine um a big thing as well is is getting your sleep cycle um regulated so go to the bed go to bed at the same time wake up at the same time you know just really reset your body clock um you know even if you've got to sack things off in the evenings just just make sure you go to bed at that time um in the long run you know you will it will benefit you greatly you know f- through through your brain through your body everything so yeah i haven't um i'm still in sort of in the process of regulating my sleep um because sometimes i go to bed at half nine sometimes i go to bed at half ten you know it's it, it needs to be you know to the minute in order to see some true results um the next the next topic of how to improve recovery would be to look at your macros and look at your micros micronutrients and macronutrients um you know are you consuming enough protein that's 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 the biggest factor in in muscle recovery you know because when you go to the gym you are actively tearing your muscles they are sore they are you know they they need repair and biggest way to repair them is to consume enough protein so yeah have a look at your protein intake um i'd i'd always recommend um oh, if i can remember correctly uh two two grams two grams of protein per kilo of body no is that right yeah two grams of protein per kilo of body weight so at the moment i'm about 94 95 kilos so i would be consuming about 190 grams of protein something like that um it could vary say for example if you're like if you're if you're um if you're losing weight for a a bodybuilding show or whatever i mean i'm sure your coach will tell you to eat more protein and reduce um carbohydrates on low days um just because protein's got a, a lower um lower amount of calories per gram so they're going to want you to consume more protein just to make you feel fuller and more satiated than carbohydrates um but yeah also with your with your macro with your micros sorry you know these i i you know i've been i've been um i've been silly with these as well you know i i i'm always constantly looking at like oh what's my protein what's my carbs what's my fat but i haven't haven't actually looked at you know what's my what's my micronutrient intake you know what vitamins am i putting into my system what's my potassium you know what's my you know what's my vitamin c what's my zinc what's my iron all those things um because all those you know if they're not if they're not optimal you're not going to get optimal recovery um so yeah if you know if you're if you're the person who has got a, a diet down to an absolute t and you know every you know you're tracking everything on my fitness pal you know you're hitting all of your micro goals your macro goals fair play um but to a lot of people who you know work nine ten hour days sometimes you know that's people that sort of drop off quite easily i would highly recommend you know taking some multivitamins or taking some um some form of supplements just to get those micronutrients in 
so for me um i i struggle to eat vegetables sometimes not because i don't like them but just because they're just a bit of a oh, they're just i always forget about forget to cook them um or i just i just when i go to the, the the shop i just never i never think to pick up some some vegetables it's just something that just doesn't cross my mind so what i make sure that i do is every day i have um a multivitamin um that's got 100% of all the um the vital vitamins you you need for your recommended daily amounts and then extra added on top of that i take a vitamin b just for a, a bit of an energy boost excuse me and i also take um vitamin c for um just for joint health and um just for collagen and calcium and all that and then zinc then um that that but that's that's included in the in the vitamin c um tablet so i yeah it's zinc is is aids zinc actually aids um one of the supplements that actually aids sleep so it's going to be a benefit if you take it um and then also i've i do have these two supplements from lovelifesupplements.co.uk and um one's a primal reds it's called and that's basically like you know raspberries strawberries anything any anything that's red that you can think of there, there's a there's a there's an extract in that powder that contains the nutrients or vitamins that would be in those fruits or vegetables um it's also got like beetroot and and rhubarb and stuff like that um and then the same kind of thing but it's greens um the second one um so you know it's got like uh kale broccoli um green beans um yeah just all these mad superfoods um all the extracts are in is in that powder so yeah i make sure i take those as well um i sometimes alternate them because um you know i don't want to be too dependent on the supplements i'd rather i would ra- much much rather get these micronutrients from my diet but you know sometimes you know like i said that if you work in all the time and stuff and you're busy you know it's, it's an easy way to make sure that you are hitting those micronutrient goals um so yeah i'll uh, i'll link the um the site that i get those supplements from in the description of this podcast if you want to go and check them out um <clears throat> they are flavored as well i think the the green is um orange and lime flavored and the reds is just like a like a berry flavor so it's just a nice flavor um <clears throat> But yeah, that's uh, that's macros and micros. Um, another way to aid recovery is to ensure that when you are eating your foods, you are in a parasympathetic state. So there's parasympathetic and sympathetic states. Um, sympathetic state is um, where your heart rate is high, your digestive system is low. Um, you know, just 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 the. Um, yeah, so your, your digestive system is, is not at its optimal to, to digest food, basically. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but yeah. Um, and yes, yeah, not optimal for food absorp- abs- absorption. Not optimal for food absorption. Right, I need to calm down. Whew, take a breather. Right. So yeah, um, and parasympathetic is the complete opposite. So it's your heart rate's low. Your digestive system is high, so it's optimal for food absorption. So you know, when you when you finish the gym, um, 
obviously, you know, people say, oh yeah, you know, have a, have a protein shake within a 30 minute catabolic window. That's, that's bullshit. You know, you can have it like up to two hours afterwards. It all, it's all dependent on how much, how much glycogen, glycogen, glycogen storage you have left in your muscles. If you've got more, if you've got some left in your muscles, then you're not going to go into a catabolic state. Um, but yeah, I would recommend that you eat foods, you know, don't eat foods immediately after training. Maybe, you know, it's, 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 it's quite small percentages, but if, if you really want to, you know, step up your recovery game, I would eat food in a parasympathetic state where you you know, your, your heart rate is at rest you know you're you're quite relaxed and stuff just to give your digestive system every opportunity to absorb as much nutrients from your food as possible um another one as well and it's yeah this this goes without saying to be honest is just i just feel like this this applies to everything really but it's it's to drink drink water like just drink plenty of water um you know it's it lubricates it lubricates your joints so your joints aren't going to be stiff and sore after training um it helps you tolerate more pain when you're when you're exercising i guess this isn't really for recovery like this isn't a a tip for recovery really it's more more of a tip to get the most out of your training but it helps you tolerate more pain so if you're if you're dehydrated and going to the gym then you know, if you're doing a set for twelve to fifteen reps and you really um you really are squeezing out the twelfth rep, like you are gonna feel like the DOMs are gonna not the DOMs, the the lactic acid buildup and just the pain of that movement is just gonna you're just gonna you you're gonna fucking feel it. So yeah, drink more water and you'll uh, you'll feel the effects of that a lot less. Um, it speeds up the re- recovery time by sort of removing toxins from the body. It just yeah it just flushes them out of your system um and it also helps transport nutrients around the body so yeah the food that you've digested and, and you know all the nutrients you've absorbed it's just going to help get around to your body a lot quicker um it's going to be absorbed through the blood vessels and stuff and the and the veins a lot quicker if you've got a lot of water in your system and also one thing hang on let me just take a sip of water actually while we're on the topic But um, yeah, one thing that's kind of scared me a bit when uh, I was watching uh, Eddie Hall on YouTube and he was on about, um, I think he was on about Ryan Crowley's pec tear actually and he was saying that his friends um, went through the same thing whereas um, Eddie always drinks, he, he says he drinks about two litres of water uh, um, in the morning um, before he trains just so his body's just, you know, like I said, well lubricated and just really ready for the session. Um, and he said his friend, just before they, they went to the gym, um, he only had like half a half a glass of Coke, I think it was. Yeah, half a glass of Coke. And they ended up putting some weight on the bench press and he tore his pec um, because obviously your muscles are just dry and just... They're not elasticated, you know. They're just they're just not in in any states to be lifting heavy weights. So now I make sure that I have a lot of water before I um I go to the gym, and it's kind of it's kind of giving me a kick up the backside, really, just to have more water. So I'm just, I'm constantly just chugging water. I'm constantly going to the toilet, but I I know that you know. <sighs> 
I know that I'm my my muscles and my my mind and I I just know that I'm healthy healthier drinking a lot of water. Um, but yeah, that is all I've got really for how to improve recovery. So we've gone through sleep. Um, the solutions are blue light glasses, no caffeine after three or four o'clock, um, go into bed earlier and don't have a big meal before bed. Maybe try some lavender spray, maybe try some supplements just to help that. Uh, make sure your macronutrients are on point and your micronutrients. If you're struggling to hit your micronutrient goals, look at vitamins, look at supplements to assist you with that, but don't be too dependent on them. Try and get them in your diet, in your in your, um, in your your food, sorry, within your diet. Um, try and... This isn't a big one, but it's one that I thought I'd just um, mention just to make me sound smart. Um the parasympathetic state just so just make sure you're eating in a parasympathetic state if you don't it doesn't make a big deal but it, it would you know it would it does it will help the small percentage and um the last one is drink plenty of water just because it lubricates your joints helps you tolerate more pain when you're training um it helps speed up recovery time by removing toxins from the body and it transports transports nutrients around the body that you've absorbed through your food and uh, yeah, I uh, hope that was helpful. Hope that was insightful. Hopefully, you've learned something. Um, hopefully, I've gained some some sort of credibility. And yeah, um, if you've got any topics you'd like me to discuss, um, please feel free to just message me on Instagram or anything like that. Um, my message, my DMs are always open. For anyone to message me with any uh, topics or ideas, or if you just want to chat. Um, I'm there. Um, my link will be in the description of this podcast. Um, and yeah, um, don't forget to check out my YouTube, uh, which is uh, Tommy Wills on YouTube. The, the my um, my profile picture is me holding my dog Frank. So yeah, um, go check me out on there. And yeah, I'll um, I'll stop rambling now. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.